You are now listening to the TA Podcast, the official podcast of Strathmore High School. Okay, I believe we are live. Yes, welcome to the uh, the first branched duo episode of the TA Podcast. You took the grade 12s, Luke Schramm, Daniel Mulder. We out here. Pretty pretty iconic. I don't know. Well, in some circles, depends who you talk to. But yeah, um, I think we got some some pretty good things things to talk about here. I think most most of you are familiar with us if you've been listening. If this is your first episode, welcome welcome to the new format. But we're like the Beatles or something. We just we branched off. We're uh, we were we were pretty iconic, the four of us. But now it's just. <laughs> Luke and Dan. Luke and Dan. And, um, yeah, you want, you want to keep an eye out for what Jackson and Cooper are up to because they, they are not, they're not done. Their podcasting career is far from over. Like I said, Jack, like I say all the time, Jackson is the hardest worker and knows the most. So he will not be, he'll not be leaving the crew, but just might be in a, a slightly different format, you know? Mm-hmm. There, oh, there definitely will still be uh, group jointed podcasts, but we're, yeah. we're branching out. Yeah, we're trying right. to give you the most content you 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 deserve. Trying new things, exploring our potential a little bit, seeing what we're seeing what we're really made of. So yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, you want to jump straight into whatever you want to talk about, Daniel? I mean, yeah, I have a few discussions of uh, s- some topics I'd like to talk about. Right. I think the first one. Let's just talk about uh, some music. Yeah. Who we like? How I? Because because I know you and I, we definitely have. Similar taste in music. You and me have some good banter about a little back and forth, yeah. <laughs> a little back and forth <laughs> about the 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 artists and definitely the wordplay, like you and Sansa were discussing last episode. Did you hear the new uh, Frank Ocean? I didn't. The new what single, uh, DHL. It's um. How's it sounding? I think I like it. It's. I'm not sure the exact details. It has something to do with like a. This medication that. I, like prep or prep plus and it, mm-hmm. it's a I thought it was some sort of it was like an STI prevention thing and it, like the release of the song came along with some sort of connection to that I don't know the exact details of it but yeah That's new, new cool. Frank Ocean that we haven't had in what since 2016 blonde yeah. so I don't know I was pretty pumped about that but tonight well midnight eastern time so 10 o'clock uh-huh. here do you know what you know what we got on the horizon I'm a guess that it could be having to do with Jesus. Yes, yes, my man, Kanye. G- like Jesus is King is supposed to come tonight. Well, Friday, so 10 p.m. on on Thursday. But he, weren't they saying time. it was supposed? To be oh like, yeah, he announced Yandi like last September and last November, but it bounces around. For for those of you that don't know, Kanye's new album is gonna kind of be like a little bit of gospel. Yeah, he said he said he's branching off into some some new areas, but it sounds like there's still some elements of like his older style but i think what he was doing with like the sunday service and having like live choirs and doing that's go- so gospel cool. style com- performances i, I, I don't think know. that shows his versatility yeah like I, I i bet you his album it will be pretty good like i bet you he'll make some pretty decent gospel music yeah. either that or he'll i don't know it might just be all right but yeah. i just think he's a really versatile artist who 
I, I actually watched this video about how he was one of the first people to integrate the the human voice yeah, into as an instrument as as an instrument. And yeah, like even he, in like something like Runaway has that long is it's Runaway. Yeah, with the, yeah. with the long like the piano it, at the and beginning. then the vocal like it's like a vocal like humming, but it sounds like an instrument almost the whole time. Yeah, that's that's pretty mm-hmm. iconic. I'm also but with like album talk, the fact that Frank Ocean's putting out new singles now. Maybe an that album makes on the horizon, excited. and like there were, you can buy multiple uh, CDs and vinyls on his website, like the yeah. Blonded Frank Ocean website, which probably means that there's more music coming. So we'll see. That's pretty exciting. I, I, that's exciting. It's Frank, Ocean. Frank Ocean has like a very dedicated fan base. So I'm sure there's lots of people out there that are that are ready. I will be one of those people who will be listening. He's just got a just a like a buttery voice, like just a great way of big big vibe. Oh, he's he, like he's just got some chill vibes. I think the first I heard of heard of Frank Ocean was when he was on No Church in the Wild. Yes, on Watch the Throne in 2011. That was that was that was wild. And I like I didn't know Frank Ocean. I remember some Channel Orange stuff. I kind of started listening to, but I don't know. Frank's kind of like a, an icon in this generation for for a lot of people. And he was part of he was part of like a Odd Future with Earl and Tyler and Tyler all, the, all those guys. Earl. Who had a, Tyler had a new music video today? But yeah. Um, Maybe if you want to talk about, I know we had maybe maybe wanted to discuss kind of where our music taste came from. Yes. Like different influences. So if you want to go into that a little bit. I would say, me personally, I am a fan of lots of different types of music. Yeah, I'll, me too. I'll listen anything. Like there are some few, a few uh, little branches of music I, I won't really touch, like Screamo, stuff, like stuff that's just like really intense like Country? that. Yeah. There are. I'm not gonna. Some, there are some, songs some country for songs you? are all right, but it's just it can get a little repetitive, yeah. especially in Strathmore or <laughs> farming and just you know <laughs> all that's kind of shoved down your throat. You just like you hear country all the time. Yeah. That's like the only radios we, like a lot of them that we really get out here. One hundred four point five. It all loops back. It all loops back. But uh, I I'd say I'm definitely a fan of hip hop. I like some electronic stuff i like i like a lot of r&b kind of i like yeah so like kind of soul too. r&b i like uh some pop songs are all right yeah there's some good pop i i like uh old music like eat like even stuff that uh like frank sinatra and stuff like that yeah and like, uh otis redding it almost just, i like i like otis otis redding i again watch the throne of the song otis is where i like was introduced to otis redding but going back and looking at some of his music it's just I don't know. There's it, there's some there's some good music from all eras. It almost makes you feel like you're in a simpler time, like yeah, like just, we're, just we're like, like time travel. I mean, other than all the things like that weren't cool back then, well, which will rena- remain nameless. But like there was, it's just <laughs> like there's a lot of more. Everything just felt a little better. Like you, you didn't have to think about all the the stresses of today. Yeah, and for me, when I was younger, like elementary school and stuff. I remember my iPod Nano was filled with mostly like rock, <laughs> yes, like sir. a different, a lot, like a, a wide range in there. But then I don't know, I kind of moved towards a few other genres as I got older, and I, my brother definitely influenced my musical taste, just kind of what he was listening to and what I would hear playing from from his computer or whatever. And that I don't know, wanting to be like your big brother, and that stuff was cool to me. So. That I, that doesn't resonate with me more than anybody else. Like that yeah. is. So true for me. I like. I remember my brother gave me this little. Uh, it might have been a blue iPod Nano as well. I had a, like I had a gold one, and then I yeah. I remember I got a gold one. I, I got one for Christmas, and he just decided to load 24 up a bunch of songs. I'm for just me. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, that was when I first got like introduced to like old hip hop, 
where I heard all this stuff from like the nineties and all these, like, yeah. I guess you could say like pimps and players, like all <laughs> these guys talking about like rapping about the girls and no, it was just, it was really cool. Like he had a huge influence on my music taste. And, and every time, yeah, like you said, you hear something on their computer, or he, like he'd be like, oh, check out this new song. It, instant, it instantly became my favorite. And like that's, I think I heard Frank Ocean from him. Like I heard a bunch of Channel Orange songs. Yeah, Channel Orange. I heard like, good album. obviously stuff like Biggie, Tupac, Nas, yeah. Dre. Like, uh, like, and there's this one guy, like Nate Dog. Yeah. Like he like, he, like he had a few songs. There was one, I, I Got Love was a great song, but. He, my brother definitely influenced uh-huh. my music taste. Same with my mom. Yeah. She was like kind of the other branch of me that's like into like 90 or like even like early 2000s, 90s, 80s, 70s, yeah. old rock, Beatles, Queen. Like yeah. that, that's a whole other side to me. Like she, she's just, it's, it's such beautiful music. Yeah. What do you think about artists, what, artists who have passed away, people uh, like, taking i guess files they had and tracks they had and releasing them in an album or using like samples like well not as much samples but like when they're using actual files like drake uh 2018 had like that kind of like uh, don't matter to me with yeah, michael jackson yeah, yeah. and it was like a he paid big bucks for that didn't he, he paid like I probably I millions know. of dollars just for a little snippet of mike saying it don't matter <laughs> yeah. to me yeah what do you th- but what do you think of like an album after the an artist passes away for for me, it kind of gives mixed feelings because I mean, you want music from them, but at the same time, is it what they're like? Is that the creative output they would have been? They would have wanted. So, like, was know. that in the intended use of Michael's little, like little thing about that? Is that what he wanted? Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. There's, uh, I guess, pleasing. <laughs> yeah, I the, guess you get it. The, the the deceased. Like, I'm not sure. There's. I feel like there's some artists you just can't touch. They're like they're ones that are kind of just leave aside. They had a good legacy. They did what they needed to do. I don't think they needed to be revived. Like, I think, for mm-hmm. me personally, like, Freddie Mercury, Queen, I, I think that needs to be left alone. Like, I think, uh, I'm not sure about the whole Michael Jackson. I think he, like, he was a beast in the in, in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure if there's any, really any need for him to bring him back. I think he did his thing. It's sad to think about the fact that they might not be music, making music anymore, but you can still listen to their stuff and appreciate it. Yeah. Like, I, I guess, uh, for me, it just all depends on the artist. Mm-hmm. Like, it depends on who they are, what they did. Uh, this is a big gear switch right here. You, I don't know. Something made me... Th- you said something about taking you to a different thing, and I said time travel. <laughs> but this isn't time travel. Uh, what, do you th- what do you think <laughs> when you hear about simulation theory? Like, the idea that our reality is a simulation that has been created. What? How does... How does that make you feel? That's the type of thing that I do when I procrastinate not doing homework or something. I'll just, like, like sit in the dark and let it all, like, kind of marinate. Like an ex- an existential just It's It's, it's kind of scary to think about. Like, yeah. imagine you could just be a, a simple, like, little chess piece or game piece <laughs> in, 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 in the eyes of well, yeah. some greater being. With the, uh, with the simulation theory, like, and there's, I don't know, it sounds crazy at first glance, but when you think about if you had just one uh one race or one life form that was capable of uh creating some sort of machine or some sort of computer that was able to create a simulation and have the beings have the simulation so real that the beings in it thought it wasn't a simulation Mm -hmm. like they thought it was their perceived or it was their perceived reality if you had one of those you could create 
infinitely many simulations. Yeah. So it's almost more likely that you're you're gonna have more simulations than re like true realities. And that's not to say I'm saying we're living in a simulation, but it's just like a I don't know. And I I almost don't want to like think or think like that because I just want to live my life based off the fact yeah. that I exist. I hope I exist. So, yeah. so I just want to like ignore any of that that's wild a, that, science like, stuff. Like that's almost an uncomfortable thought to think about. It sometimes makes you uncomfortable. Like when you start really getting into like those, those wild theories that aren't completely, well, they're out of the box, but like there's like some scientific theory behind them. I won't say they're like completely, that's <laughs> like objective truth at all. Cause there's, I, I'm, I don't think anyone can say right now that they know that whether or not this is a simulation you're but just a hardcore flat earther I'm, yeah i believe i'm just gonna live my life saying that this is a this is my reality and i'm just gonna go with that yeah i guess it's it, i guess you're wasn't right. it elon musk didn't elon elon musk believed in kind of that simulation yeah idea. and obviously he's an intelligent person who believe who believes in some scientific backing but Reality like I said, a, I'm just trying to live my life how it is, so I don't need to. <laughs> Reality is objective, right? Like if you're in a simulation, for you, you don't know you're in a simulation, right? Like That's you're kind of just living life. That is definitely a thought that I would listen to <laughs> while <laughs> like while two, two a.m. in your two a.m. in my like closet, like someone <laughs> just sit, <laughs> sitting, sitting there, there. wide eyes, just not just paralyzed because of the thought that there could be something or someone controlling and knowing your every move. Yeah. But I'm just I'm just living life. That, that that almost makes me think of the Matrix, kind of like yeah yeah. And and then there's the the, the select group of people that break the break the code and <laughs> free everybody from this uh, simulated reality. Like it's that like that would be kind of cool. Who do you, yeah. who who do you think would be the the people that would break the break the mold? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the most intelligent minds. I to be honest, I know like the I haven't seen the Matrix. I know like plot, like general plot, but I yeah. I, I don't know like it's it, it's a fan. I, I like it. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I'm I I feel like I'm a a fan of like intelligent movies or like ones with really good plot and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I I I appreciate uh t- like tons of old movies too. Like a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. They're like those aren't really really old, but I like. Uh, just ones that'll like leave you at the end feeling like you, you like you just wanted so much more like you just kind of dumbfounded by how good the movie was yeah like that was like the first time i ever watched uh pulp fiction or shawshank redemption american psycho all these movies that just by the end you just feel like wow yeah and like you're do, just amazed do we want to talk about joker Sure. Like we if could. we if we talk about it for everyone listening that hasn't seen it and doesn't want spoilers, uh, we'll put a a small. I, you'll have already heard an introduction where we tell you uh, wh- where to skip in the podcast, like the, a timestamp, so you can skip past this to the next part of the episode. And we'll try to keep it pretty short. So yeah, we so won't you're not go- missing the whole part of the episode. But we 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 won't go in depth talking about every little detail that could spoil the movie. But yeah, but if you're gonna do that, do that now because here comes some spoilers. So, uh, personally, I thought the movie was well done. I thought, like, Joaquin Phoenix was, the acting was amazing. Like, yeah, he's, he's the, incredible. How deep he went into character, but it's, like, that's an intense movie. That's, it's, like, I mean, if you can take it as, like, a, a movie and a piece of art so you don't have to put that into your reality, so it doesn't necessarily become disturbing, I would say, because I'm yeah. not, like, thinking, like, oh, my gosh, this is actually happening. Yeah. It's more so just, like, 
kind of shocking that even even though you know it's not the reality around you it's it's definitely a hyped up version of what can be a person's reality like i didn't i definitely think there oh yeah, are, yeah there are people in the world that maybe yeah are struggling with issues such as shonen joker like just li- like uh not feeling in control of your own life and whatnot and i just think that was almost the disturbing part to me is that this can be so real for some Mm -hmm. people and that's the thing with a lot of like superhero villain movies it's based on something supernatural or wild but this one was just super real yeah (laughs) and and i don't mean i'm not to say that this is something i would see happening in the real world necessarily but like the situation he's in is not something out of the ordinary like somebody who's struggling with like mental mental illness and maybe has uh relationship issue issues and things like that yeah like that's certainly something that uh that's present but what uh what was wild to me was how much of the movie wasn't like wasn't the reality what like what was imagined in his head and it made mm. me question after how much of it was real in the first place like you see him in this in this uh, mental hospital yeah. at, at the begin or they show clips during and at the very yeah, end yeah, yeah. and it makes you wonder like was this all formula because there's different theories about it but was it formulated all in his head and he's telling you a story is this the same joker we knew like is this that's is what it an I origin think... story is it like telling us about someone who never became the joker we know like yeah. i don't really know that's what i think is absolutely phenomenal about like filmmaking where the the actor can leave you like you like you get so much more out of the movie like you like you could watch the joker a, a, a second time third time and just like pull more out of it like and i and i like not to go off track but i think that's also with movies like uh, Jordan Peele's like Get Out and uh, what was it? Us, Us, yeah. yeah those ones are really. It's, it, good. it's like you you can watch it multiple times and p- like nitpick yeah. all the little extra details out and see like I, how much more of an effort was put into that movie. All the little details coming together, like meshing, like woven, yeah. blending together. I went to Get Out back to back nights in the theater. It was so it was so good. It made me it was so like thought provoking. I had to I had to go see it again. I was like I I was one of those people who. I like went on YouTube and found all the things I could of like the analysis of it. Like I just wanted to know more. And that was like the same with Joker. I was like, I wanted to know more. It it leaves you in a state of like uh, confusion. You're just like, it was so good. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I thought like Joker was really good. Like I, like when my, I actually went with my brother to the theater and, and my, and my sister. And when I went there, I was like, I wasn't expecting much. I was like, Oh, this could just be another super villain movie. But, Man, I, it was it was really good. Yeah, and uh, I guess we'll probably end our Joker discussion there, just so we don't make it too big of a yeah, fraction. Yeah. But I think that was a good, just a little discussion. On um, now, uh, this is a good time of year for sports. We got all four major sports going on at once. Yes, sir, uh, NBA season starting, exciting for a lot of fans. But the World Series uh, in the MLB last night, Washington just absolutely clapped Houston like. Yeah. Was it? Oh, I forget. I think it was fourteen two, or really? Some, yeah, it, like game two of the World Series. They won the first one too. That is ridiculous. Let me just con- confirm here. Was I watched it? I should. Was know. Was Washington ever really like a one of the teams that people had thought were going to be there? Sorry, not fourteen two. Twelve three. I mean, that's why. Twelve three. Uh. Mm, well, this is their first World Series. Like, and the Washington Nationals, the, the franchise used to be the Montreal Expos, and but Washington, like, they've always been good. But, like, b- before the season started, absolutely not. They were not expected to be in this position, especially because uh, Bryce Harper, who yeah. signed with the Phillies on, a, like, a massive contract, left. Yeah. And he was kind of, I, I guess, their best player, their biggest superstar. He's, like, a big 
uh, a fair, fairly well-known figure in the baseball and sports world. But I don't know, just there, a couple other players, Anthony Rendon had like an M- MVP kind of caliber season. Their pitching is really solid. They got Max Scherzer as their kind of ace there, Anibal Sanchez. And I don't know, baseball's baseball's wild. Baseball's and, a crazy sport. You never, I, I honestly, I couldn't have, it was a 12-3 win last night, but I couldn't tell you what's going to happen uh, like in in game three, Houston could easily easily come back and get another win. So baseball athletes are actually incredible. Like, yeah. it, like if you think about it, they have split seconds to uh, to first read like a pitch, then uh, see if they're gonna swing, and then like to actually swing the bat. Like, do you have mm-hmm. literally like less than snaps of a finger to to actually make a play, and then. Uh, the the length of the season too. How many games they play? 162. That is ridiculous. Yeah, it's long. Like sometimes like, double double headers too in the day. Like it's it's a that that takes some endurance. Like so those guys who are really 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 good at their craft. Yeah. Like you really gotta hand it out to them because they're like, they're top of the food chain for sure. And then basketball. We got uh had that big Lakers Clippers matchup. Get first game of the first game of the season with those new look rosters. I, I had kind of a cool thought. It was like, it's it's kind of neat to see that the NBA kind of went from, like, in, in history, it was kind of like duos, right? You got, like, Karl Malone, John Stockton, Pippen, and Jordan. Yeah. And then same with the early 2000s. You kind of, yeah. you, like, one superstar, maybe another supplemental yeah. star. And then kind of maybe, like, late, mid-late 2000s is when they're, like, these big teams came, like, LeBron, Wade, Bosch, yeah, all these like those, super the, teams, those, like oh eight Celtics, kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of were a little bit, a little bit of that. And then more recently, it was like the Warriors with Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, yeah, and like even their bench and everybody like Ig- Igudala, like they just had a really solid core. But it's kind of cool to see that NBA has gone back, almost back in time, yeah. back to a dynamic duo era. And it's it's probably gonna make a more exciting league. And did you see Kyrie last night? Fifty. Yeah. I mean, he missed the game winner in overtime, but fifty in his Brooklyn Nets debut. And I. That, when, oh, they, yeah. when they get, like, I don't know when it's projected, but when yeah. Kevin Durant comes back, that's going to be, like, a scary roster. So we'll see. I had kind of a, like, a, a, a question for you. Who do you think is, like, because, like, obviously there's all these uh, really good duos. There's, I, I can't even name all of them, but who do you think is one that's going to be underrated that's going to su- kind of surprise everybody? I was kind of thinking that maybe it would be, like, Doncic and Porzingis. Like, everybody's oh, talking yeah. about, like, LeBron and AD – Kyrie and Kevin Durant, yeah. kind of, and and I even think that D'Angelo Russell and yeah, oh, that's for me. It's gonna be it's Curry and Russell. That like I want to see how that works together. And they play, don't they play the Lakers tonight or something? I think, I, so. I think so. Uh, honestly, but like you think about the last time Curry had an ultimate green light, yeah, was that MVP season. And not that he didn't have a green light. It was just Durant, like Kevin Durant's probably the best scorer one ever, or if not close. Yeah. So. It'll be interesting to see what Curry can do, but he's it's not like he's the only, it's not like he's got nothing around him like D'Angelo Russell. Thompson will be back, Green's there. I think it's I think it'll be a fun season. I, I'm I'm really excited to see Doncic and, and Przingis though. Like I was watching some highlights of Luka Doncic absolutely destroying guys, like he was hitting him with his step back and hitting all these hesitation moves. Yeah. Scoring was, with ease. He's he's like ridiculously skilled. I he like that Euro that kind of European style. And Kristaps uh, Porzingis came back like bigger than ever. Like I like I saw a picture of him on Instagram. He looked huge, yeah. like arms massive. Like he's just been grinding the whole summer. Yeah. And uh, like, man, he's talented too. Like he's got like these two Euro- uh, European-born guys who can shoot the ball. They're they're young too. Mm-hmm. 
Like they're like they, they they have good length. They're really athletic. Like I'm excited to see that. Did you see the Lamelo Ball putback dunk? Yeah, like, that was wild. That's crazy. It's crazy that like because Lamelo Ball was a like a basically a basketball a star in the basketball world when he was what like 14 he started. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to see where because well, like varsity like five eleven great like a freshman and now we're seeing him as like a or something five ten and now we're seeing him as like a six six seven guard playing pro in like overseas and projected to be a high draft pick it's kind of wild so. it's 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 but it's not only like he uh played at such a young age he competed like he, oh yeah he would he would light up some guys who were four or five years older than him yeah and he always got that like that overrated or overhyped stamp but now we're i think you're starting like people are starting to realize that he's the real deal i'm not gonna lie i was one of those people who didn't believe i it's tough to believe when you see a kid like that especially with like the play style that they used to have at chino hills when he was in high school they had the, a wild Type of they played basketball in a way I've never seen, and it's hard to know if like he's just a product of that system or if he's like really supremely skilled and it like is showing now this kid is ridiculous. And I I remember watching Chino Hills play like I searched him up on YouTube and I'd watch these hour and a half games and it, and they were not playing against bad teams they were playing against like top ranked teams in the nation yeah, like sure. Bishop Montgomery. I'm sure that means nothing to any of yeah. you guys, but yeah. in like high school basketball, for, world, I guess we should say for anyone who isn't aware of the ball, like the ball brothers, the ball family. There was the three brothers who all played together in high school and had one of the best high school teams ever, probably. And uh, one of them, Lonzo, the oldest, is now in the NBA. Uh, Lamelo, or the middle son, Leangelo, play, he's, he's still he, he played in college, yeah. but he's doesn't. we're not really sh- too sure about his basketball career right now. But Lamelo, the youngest, is uh, eligible for the draft next year, and he's playing overseas in Australia, yeah, Australia was it? Yeah. Australia, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, they they kind of blew up as teenagers, and it's we've kind of been able to see them mature and most in front people, of everyone. And a lot of there was a lot of there's been lots of hate, and there still is. And they have a really outspoken dad, yeah, yeah, who kind of like hyped them up to be the next big thing. Which not all of what he said was completely false, mind you. Some of it was was very out there, but so they kind of rose to superstardom at a young age, and now we're seeing how it's playing out in the like on the biggest stages in the world. Yeah, I'm kind of sure most of you guys know his father for making the claim that he could uh, beat Michael Jordan in a 1v1. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people tried to search up his old, because he played some college ball. He, uh, they searched up his old statistics. Back and in my day. He averaged like <laughs> zero point, or no, I, I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I think it was like 2.7 points per game or something in college. And and then they were like, mm, I don't really know about that one, LeVar. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit of a bold claim. Yeah. That, that No, that that is a very bold claim. But yeah, no, I used to watch these like hour and a half videos of the Ball Brothers playing, like I said, against these really good teams. And there's just, it's incredible to see that, like like you said, the different play style. They would throw these full court passes and they're all like really, like they were all pretty tall, big, athletic. Like each one kind of had their own skill set. Lonzo was kind of the most. Did you see his pass the other night when he like twisted his wrist? Yeah. That was wild. He kind (laughs) of had like the most. He was, he, I'd say he was the most athletic. Leangelo was like a, almost built like a linebacker from the NFL. Like he's big, hefty, hefty guy. Like he was, he was still pretty athletic. He could dunk. And, and then you had Lamelo, who's kind of the shifty cross, uh, crossover God of a, of a point guard. And they all kind of worked together. And it was just crazy to see all these like full court passes and just the quick style of play. Like they didn't care if they got scored on. Like the game, the scores of the games would be like, 
I think I like the, like, like, like their approach was we're gonna outscore you. Yeah, like, it, that it, was how like, it was. It might have been like one twenty to ninety. The other teams were feeling pretty good because it was like oh we 90, scored, 90 in a high school game. Like we, we, we scored ninety in a high school game, but then they're like we lost by thirty because they scored they scored one hundred twenty. You pull up to the gym thinking you're gonna score one hundred and ten and might get might get washed still. And then you get beat. It's one hundred ten to one hundred fifty because they're like they're just like boom boom boom. And and that's kind of like uh, I was also thinking. There was like Lamelo scored ninety two points in a game, and like seventy of them were not cherry. Like the yeah. big knock was that he was cherry picking, but like seventy plus were like honest points in the half court. I should say, uh, the, this podcast has moved around, moved locations numerous times, and right now we're back in like the original area of Laszlo's room, but we've shifted over to Communist Corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here with Mao, Fidel, Nikolai, or Vladimir, whatever you want to call it, and and. Uh, Big Papa Carl, I guess the the father of all of it. Yeah, I, I I got I just, some some propaganda, a couple pictures here. So uh, just just giving an, an update of where we're at, in, c- in case anyone was wondering. I wish I could grow a beard like Karl Marx. Like he's just he's just preaching about <laughs> communism with that luscious beard. I remember. I think Laszlo told us in social like a funny story about. How Marx used to be under basically constant surveillance by like the German government, and they would, they'd be watching him, and he would sometimes just get, like, like so drunk off wine, and then write these like, <laughs> these like long, highly intellectual papers on communism and like revolutions and all of that. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of, kind of weird, but we're not endorsing alcohol. To yeah, we're not endorsing alcohol, and we're not calling for a communist revolution. It just happens to be. We're in a sto- social studies classroom, and, you know, it's good to know, I don't know, know a little history about some stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 it's, a free, it's a fun class. It's, it's good. Man, like, like even we even did these, uh, these questions about, uh, they were about like uh, economics and liberalism and all this stuff, and it's it's, it's pretty thought provoking. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy social. I'm uh, I'm glancing down at your notes here, and I got a. Uh, there's something about being a night owl, staying yeah. up late. I was I was gonna ask if you are a more productive person during the evening or during the day. Um, if if it was my guess, I'd say you're. You can be pretty productive during the night. Yeah. Well, I I'm probably. I don't know. My productivity can vary, probably mostly in the evenings. But as far as just when I'm when I'm up and doing stuff, like it's late, at, like late at night. Yeah. I I stay I stay up late. It's just I don't know. It's how I how I operate. And it's not to say I always am not up in the morning. Like even on weekends, sometimes I'll be up decently early. But I don't know. There's something about staying up late that just I definitely agree. That's just that's just how I roll. Especially whether it's I don't know. I'm on my phone. I'm it's homework. It's listening to music sometimes i'll just like zone out to music and stay up for a lot longer than i had anticipated but you never know <laughs> i i will definitely admit to starting homework at eight o'clock that i could have done it like three oh 3:30. i 30 i'll admit to starting later than that like, yeah like and that's the thing like i know i know i'll i know i can get i'll get it done it's just it depends when i start sometimes so it's a, it, yeah it's a little bit of mixture of like procrastination and then just kind of decompressing <laughs> So, because I'm like, oh, I'll just decompress for half hour, hour. Yeah, and then which it t- which turns into it bleeds multiple. into like hours for sure. Yeah, and then you uh like I'll start my homework sometimes eight nine o'clock, and I'm not saying I don't get it done. I like I'll get most of it done. Like I'll write all my essays, do.
do all my questions, check all my notes, but it'll just be at a later time than everybody else yeah. for the most part. Yeah, and then like most of the time I, and then sometimes that doesn't make mornings very fun. Press the snooze a few times and almost late for school, but I definitely say I'm, I, I, I like to be productive during the evening. But there has been times in my life where I have been like, uh, it was a, a morning owl or, or what, morning bird, sorry, morning, bird. <laughs> morning owl, night owl, owl. <laughs> no. uh, a, a morning person. And like there was times where I used to wake up like 6:30 for school because I just wanted to like do stuff or like feel ready. Yeah. Or like I, I'd wake up like eight o'clock on weekends, even though I have the opportunity to sleep until 10 just to like get stuff done. And sometimes I just feel really productive. I'd prefer, I prefer like an eight o'clock morning to like sleeping until noon. Yes. Just cause, oh. just cause I feel like my, I, I don't know, you get, it's more fun to be awake. I feel groggy. <laughs> like, and oh yeah, like we, like too much sleep is definitely a thing I, I don't enjoy. Like you, you'll feel like just unproductive and then you feel like lethargic and don't want to start the day. Kind of so, just mope around. And sometimes after school I'll nap for longer than I, like I don't always nap, but sometimes I'll fall asleep and then just be like out for hours and I'll wake up and feel like I'm in another dimension and it's like, oh, and then I got to rebound from that and then do my homework and then I'm up till the late hours of the night and it's like, oof. Naps are underrated. <laughs> naps naps are underrated. When they're uh, well executed, sometimes you just like, it's not the timing you were looking for, but. <laughs> I am definitely the type of person who will time my naps. <laughs> like na- I, na- I uh, nap timer. I I am a, a person who will put like a thirty minute. You got your flat earthers, your nap time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I don't know how I'm so diligent about it. Like sometimes I'll just be on my phone. My eyes are like trying to like the heavy eyelids, trying to keep them open. And then uh, I'll just I'll I guess subconsciously put like a thirty minute timer on, and then I'll take a nap. And then at that point you feel good, and you don't have to feel like you wake up in another dimension, wondering where you are. I don't know. Some of us like that interdimensional transport that can, that sleep can give us. So maybe that's that's what makes you go into the uh, realize that you are in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> like you take those really long naps and wake up and you're like, I saw it all. I, I you're enlightened. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I yeah, I definitely uh, I I'd say at this moment I I, I am a night person. I, I enjoy staying up, whether it's listening to music. I was actually, I had a conversation today where I was talking about how I wanted to change the time I was doing my homework at because it's, it's been like bleeding into the later hours. And like last year I changed it and done it earlier. And I mean, it's not always a, an exact sci- an exact system or something that I follow, yeah. but trying to be done earlier and like feel good about the work you did earlier is probably a better option. <laughs> Get a healthy amount of sleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes I know, I know it's easy at the beginning of the year. You're like, oh motivated you're feeling diligent ready to seize season new year of school you're like okay i'm gonna do my homework at this time i'm gonna do i'm gonna be the most productive i can and then it kind of just dips down and down and you get a little less productive and yeah yeah do you have any other um topics that you were really wanting to get into i wanted to talk about your and i's or uh, me and you our way of communication through Memes. Memes. <laughs> such a beauty. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's tapping into like something in that in the brain that in the teenage brain, in from in our case. I definitely would say to uh, an untrained eye of of memes, some might say we have. Regressed. You uncultured? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Some> Unc- <might laughs> we have regressed. 
And yeah. They, <laughs> they, they might look at content nowadays and say, <laughs> <laughs> we have gone back to the caveman days. With all the Ooga <laughs> Boogas fire, fire cool. <laughs> or like, like all the different eras, the questions were like, like, why are we alive? Why do we act this way? What are human beings like? And then now it's like, <laughs> <laughs> when, oh, when it Friday, <laughs> when it Friday, bean, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a simple picture of something that's unrelated to this bean. And like, for example, there is this, uh, there's this picture. I think it was of a bird on a subway sandwich. Bird. <laughs> and and it just says bean like I laughed out loud at a picture of like a 2003 Honda Civic and the caption was laugh and then it said La- laugh at the image and I laughed out loud and then I wondered I was I was really I don't know I was unsure of where like what really was funny it, what funny even meant because that I mean it <laughs> I think it's so hilarious because people expect memes with all this text and all this stuff to absorb <laughs> it's like oh yeah all you need all this content to be funny but it could just be like I saw a, a video of a lizard fall off the back of a bed and 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 the caption was lizard and and the oh I think I, I don't know like the two little dots is that like an accent uh I, I don't know I don't know it's uh I thought Sounds to be what I know. We should have had him on this week. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's accent goo or something, but like it, the, the two little dots on, on the O, and it was hilarious. I, I, I laughed super hard at just a little creature falling on the back of a bed. Lizard. And Drake's passion <laughs> fruit, that was playing in the background. It's just, it, it, it all blends together to make a perfectly simple, but so funny meme. Everyone who's listening and trying to like, they're just we're gonna lose all credibility because we laughed at at a lizard falling off the bed for like 30 minutes straight but, but then there's some things that i find that like are really complex and they're yeah, just as funny yeah yeah something will be like intense there was the one of the uh it was like teacher the teacher said we're getting a new student from and he's from england and it was like girls oh my goodness i hope he's handsome and then the boys and it was a picture of like americans during the american revolution or something it was like there's one. Yeah, I don't know. That one just got me. I have multiple. Like, the use of my Instagram account is really just for uh, enlightening others with memes. Yeah. Like Luke, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Agboro. Shout out, shout out, Kevin. Recent, recent graduate of Strathmore High School. <laughs> like, I'll have these conversations that it'll take you. Honestly, I'm sad to say, but like almost hours to scroll up all the way <laughs> just because we send memes back and forth to each other <laughs> and I, I i feel like it's definitely a positive thing like like sometimes you're just having a rough day and kevin sends me kind of like meme. music it gives you a little like release honestly like it, it, it's 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 beautiful like i'll have a crappy day kevin will send me a meme and i'll just laugh out loud <laughs> i love because i'll be scrolling through all the different accounts i follow and so many of them i see liked by kevin Eggboro. Yes. and he's like i already know he was laughing at that <laughs> like there's this there's this video here where it's this guy with his pants hiked up to almost looks <laughs> yeah. like his chest and he's he's walking menacingly across the screen and the caption says how i'm pulling up on the inventor of bedtime, bedtime i saw one and it was like a complex breakdown of isaac newton dis, uh di- discovering uh i guess to kind of discovering gravity the meme is that he invented it but d- <laughs> d- discovering gravity and it was like i don't know i was talking about him and his mother's back and forth i tried to find it but i couldn't Gabe Matatal sent me that one. Shout out, shout out to Gabe. He Gabe? sends me lots of memes. Gabe has a... He has a meme account. 
Oh, hilarious penguin. Hilarious penguin. That's what it is. That's yeah. Gabe. That's gonna cost you. A yeah, bit. Gabe. Uh, that'll be three thousand dollars. You, just, you can send, send the check. Yeah. You can send the check to shsta podcast at gmail.com Cut the cut the check. <laughs> But like, and then there's some videos that don't even need captions, and it's just funny. Like, there's one of this. It, it's kind of cute. There's this. There's this little duck, and he's uh, he's kind of just sitting on a on a, a table, is what it seems. And he uh, his he's he's looking a little tired, and his eyes like he's struggling to keep his head up. And you just and you hear in the background every time he every time he ducks his head down, ah, duck. <laughs> every time he ducks his head down to. Try and stay awake. There's this voice in the background that says, Mr. Duckworth. Mr. Duckworth. <laughs> a long night, I see. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like, here, I'll, I'll, let's see if I can play a little clip for you. Mr. Duckworth. <laughs> Mr. Duckworth. Just imagine a duck, like, falling asleep. It's, it, it's just kind of cute. It's, like, a little whimsical. It's pretty cute. Pretty cute. Yeah, but memes, I, I really appreciate them. Memes are awesome. No doubt. They're beautiful. They definitely provide light into sometimes dark period. <laughs> we're like sometimes there is like we're in dark periods of just surrounded by negativity. Like all this stuff in the news, like everything, man. It's just it can it can be a little overwhelming and you gotta find those ways to release. Whether like we said it's music, whether it's memes, nothing else matters nothing to else me. Matters. The only two relevant things in my life, music yeah. and memes. Uh, and then sports too, like you Gotta have a lot of positive outlets. I mean, I, I hope they're positive. Like, I hope you're not looking at awful memes, spiting humanity. But dark web memes. Yeah, no. Maybe I we shouldn't mention the dark web. Maybe we'll like <laughs> we'll be hated on there. Maybe we'll get some some <laughs> something in our email. I saw a meme that said, uh, "When you're on the dark web and you see yourself for sale for like fifty dollars <laughs> or something." Like that is so funny to me. Like, I, like I don't even know why. Like there are. It's just quality. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll get a, an email from some uh, organization, we'll call it, that, that says, do not mention the dark web or, or else we will, I don't know, claim one of your family members. Beat check, 1,254.2. That's a lot of beats. I can put beats and time up at the same time. So... Uh, <laughs> Luke has that capability. Oh, oh my gosh. 41 one. minutes, 58 seconds, 1,261.1 beats. Those were not at the same time. I read them different, and they're constantly changing, but approximately. Beats have become an iconic uh, way of measuring things. I just remember you on the first episode going, beats. Beats. <laughs> beats or whatever. Beats. <laughs> and then we wanted that the bag from from Apple or Dre, Dr. Dre, whatever. Yeah, no, we're, we're obviously – like, that's just a given. Like, we always are chasing our bag. <laughs> like us speaking into these nice, crisp, clear Rode microphones, <laughs> or, or or using our nice Dell computer and our uh, Apple what looks like keyboard and mouse. We'll just, we'll we're we're always open, you know. Even yeah. if it's small business, maybe I should throw on a pair of those Beats headphones right now. Oh wait, I totally forgot we have Beats headphones for the podcast. Oh, yeah. I, I think I was wearing them when we gave the shout out. Yeah. I'm a clown. I should have known that. Oh, I mean, whatever. I guess. We didn't pay for those. They were given to it. Well, I guess Daniel, you and I technically don't pay for anything. This is the school's equipment, so. Yeah. My my mom is <laughs> my mom pays for everything. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom bought the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I feel that I've uh, that we've covered a lot of the topics that I wanted to talk about today, Thank and you. we've left on a high note. Yeah, which was specific. Which specific high note? We had a couple things we talked about. I'd say the uh, happy aspect of memes and oh, music, po- sure. the positive outlets, man. Yeah. You know, like like I said, you know, it's it, it's it, it can be dark times, but keep your head high. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, this is uh, this is Luke, Luke Schramm, and uh. Goodbye. And this has been Daniel Mulder. And stay classy.